The Koi Gig Pod. There's no way Arsenal would let her go. It's all kind of mind games going on, which is a lot of fun. Picked up more attention than any other actual transfer. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Hello and welcome to Wednesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with tonight's events at Old Trafford. It's Manchester United against Leeds Part 1. Part 2 is to come at Elland Road on Sunday and Leeds should have a new manager by then. In terms of tonight's game, United can move level on points at second place Manchester City. Casemiro starts his three-match ban following his red card against Crystal Palace. It's a blow for United to be without the Brazilian who also missed the defeat to Arsenal last month. Could Marcel Sabitzer be handed a first start? United lost their first home game of the season to Brighton. Since that match, they've won eight and drawn one. The draw was against Newcastle. Eric Ten Hag's side have beaten Liverpool, Arsenal and City at home. The United manager says home form has been key in their improvement. And he says the next step is to do the same on the road. It was one of our aims this season to get that to get that back. And so as aim as um, of as a part of the process to restore Man United to the club uh, who, who, who once who, who we were once. Uh, but but I say it's a part of it. I think also um, for instance home is good. I think also we have away also good results. But in away games we can be even more show more personality. Uh, be more uh, convincement. So, so I w- um, so that's the, the next step we have to make. Under 21's boss Michael Scubala will take charge of Leeds. He's hinted he might make a few changes. Although he did say there's not much he can do in two days since Jesse Marsh was sacked. Adam Pope of the BBC was on Off the Ball last night to talk about what it was like covering Leeds under the American. They've had a few crazy sort of games. Beating Chelsea, of course. Playing well against Arsenal, losing. Been really unlucky. Should have won the game. Um, Anfield was incredible because it was just a mad win late on. Um, and and then, you know, there's a, what, a 4-3 against Bournemouth. But the, the facts are that if you've watched them for any considered period of time, since that Chelsea win, it's two wins and 11 points. That's the worst in the division. There just hasn't been any consistency. And, and that's been the problem. This system has not settled into place at all over the, you know, the nearly 40 games that Jesse Marsh has had. This, this, you want to call it a Red Bull system, an arrow system. And it just hasn't produced consistent results nor attractive football. And it's just confused everybody, I okay. think. And, and that's why most of the time you've gone to see games, you, you won't have seen a great performance. And certainly not a decent result. Tonight's game at Old Trafford kicks off at 8 o'clock. In terms of who the next Leeds boss will be, it looks like Feyenoord manager Arna Schlott or Rio Vallecano boss Andoni Irola are the main contenders. Feyenoord reached the Conference League final last season, a team that had serious pace. They were good on the break. Lost to Jose Mourinho's Roma in the final the likes of Sinistera and Malassia left in the summer, but they're top of the Eredivisie. As for Rio, they're fifth in La Liga, just three points off the Champions League places, one of the most effective pressing teams in Spain. Former Leeds assistant Carlos Cobaron's out of the running. West Brom confirmed last night that he's agreed a new contract with the Championship Club. Manchester United are in the headlines again today with regards to the sale of the club. It's claimed investors from Qatar are planning a bid to buy the club, but reports an official offer will be tabled in the coming days. The Glazer family wants £6 billion for the club. Jim Ratcliffe, the founder of Ineos, is thought to be one of the interested parties. We know he's a United supporter. If a party from Qatar wants to invest, there could be a few stumbling blocks with the state's sovereign wealth fund already owning PSG. While they're not directly involved, Qatar Sports Investment is expected to play some sort of role in the potential takeover. QSI already own PSG with UEFA ruling stating one entity cannot own two clubs in the same competition. 
and there's a fair chance United could face PSG in the Champions League. Holders Manchester City are away to Arsenal tonight in the first semi-final of the Women's League Cup. The two sides will also meet in the WSL on Saturday. Will Katie McCabe start for Arsenal? She was left out of the starting eleven for Sunday's nil-all draw at West Ham in the WSL. The Ireland captain was on the bench for the recent game against champions Chelsea, who were linked with a sensational transfer for McCabe in January. Former Ireland captain Emma Byrne, a former gunner herself, was on OTB's Koi gig this week, as she always is. And it's fair to say she wasn't impressed by Arsenal boss Jonas Eideval on Sunday. It was absolutely crying out for her to play. Not left back. I'm not talking about playing left back. I'm talking about playing instead of Hurtig. Hurtig, for me hasn't really shown that she she deserves a spot in that first 11. Katie has. If they didn't say they they love playing with Katie McCabe, there's something wrong with them because she literally puts it on a plate. How many times did we see her deliver balls in there? And it's like this. It's, you know, you ask any manager in the league, um, if you ro- look at Arsenal's team sheet and you see that Katie's on the bench, would you be happy? <laughs> Obviously, yes, you'd be happy. And I don't really understand why she's not starting. I said it after the Chelsea game. Well, she'll start every game from now on because it was obvious that they missed her. And Emma Hayes was very happy she wasn't playing. That game starts at a quarter past seven. At 7.45, it's the last of the FA Cup fourth round replay. Sunderland has Fulham for the right to play Leeds in the next round. Last night, Wrexham's cup run came to an end at Bramall Lane. The non-league side lost 3-1 away to Sheffield United in their fourth round replay. Cracking cup tie. Paul Mullen scored a penalty for Wrexham, which made it one all. And he had another penalty to put them 2-1 up with 20 minutes to play, but it was saved. Sheffield United scored twice in injury time to set up a fifth round tie with Tottenham. Billy Sharp scored one of those goals for the Blades. He wasn't too happy with the Wrexham players after the game. Felt they disrespected Sheffield United with a few things they said before the game, thinking they were already through and they'd get that glamour tie with Spurs. Speaking of Spurs, captain Hugo Lloris is set to be sidelined for the next six to eight weeks with the knee injury that he sustained in Sunday's 1-0 win over Manchester City. He did play the full 90 minutes against Pep Guardiola's side. Former Bowes and Shamrock Rovers defender Andy Lyons scored his first goal for Blackpool in the Championship last night. Mick McCarthy's side came from behind twice to draw two all at home to Huddersfield on the day McCarthy turned 64. Blackpool played all of the second half with 10 men. They're second from bottom, two points from safety. Cody Gapo might have joined Liverpool too early and is struggling to find his feet in an underperforming team. That is the view of the current Netherlands boss, Ronald Koeman, who's a former Everton manager. The 23-year-old Ford scored three goals at the World Cup but is yet to score in six appearances for Liverpool since he made the move from PSV in January. Nobody is scoring for Liverpool, though. Since that World Cup, the top scorer for Jurgen Klopp's side in the league isn't even a Liverpool player. It's Leicester defender Vout Fass who scored two own goals in a win for Liverpool at Anfield. Liverpool's Champions League last 16 opponents, Real Madrid, are in action tonight in the Club World Cup. The European champions play Al-Ali of Egypt. The winners will face Saudi side Al-Hilal, who beat Flamengo of Brazil 3-2 in the first semi-final yesterday. Northern Premier League club Ratcliffe have terminated the contract of David Goodwillie. The striker was ruled to have raped a woman in a Scottish civil case in 2017, although he hasn't faced criminal proceedings. Ratcliffe, who play in the seventh tier of English football, say they believe in second chances, but they've apologised after admitting signing Goodwillie was a significant misstep. 
He started for Ratcliffe last night in a game and scored a hat-trick. However, following a backlash from supporters, the club has announced his departure and apologised for signing the 33-year-old. Similar thing happened to Goodwillie with Wraith Rovers, who he left in September, eight months after he initially signed. He didn't actually make a single appearance for them. And Belgium have appointed Domenico Tedesco as their new manager. The Italian-born boss had success with Leipzig, winning the German Cup last season. He was sacked, though, in September the 37-year-old, who was also in charge of Schalke and Spartak Moscow, comes in for Roberto Martinez, who stepped down after their World Cup exit and is now the manager of Portugal. That's it for Wednesday's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from Off the Ball.